All right, guys, welcome back to Fat Stacks. Um, we're back to preview another week of college and NFL, but we're talking NFL right now. Um, I know there's a guy missing. Aaron's taking a little bit of hiatus. Um, don't want to get into it. Don't want to get into it that much. But when I say bet responsibly, he takes that serious. He's starting to bet responsibly. He's taking a little bit of hiatus. I, th- I don't think I've seen anybody lose more bets in the last month than Aaron has. Um, so we are we're gonna appreciate the hiatus. We're gonna support it. And when he's back, we'll give him a big old bear hug. All right. And so we'll we'll welcome him back. So anyway, that that's on a more serious note. But on the let's let's talk about the fat stacks top ten. All right. This is us four combined together. What our top ten is. All right. We had a little bit di- discrepancy in what the top three were. I think Fish and Aaron or Fish and uh, Jacob. I'm already saying his name. He's not even here. Fish and Jacob are uh, all about the Chiefs being number one, and me and Garrett are about the Eagles being number one. All right. So, you know what? We didn't put any of them number one. We put the Bills number one. All right. Sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so let's, I'm just going to rip through, and I got a few questions. I got really one question about the rankings and about the whole and league in general. So, the Bills at one, Eagles at two, Chiefs at three, Dolphins at four, Packers at five, Ravens at six, Bucks at seven, Vikings at eight, Bengals at nine, 49ers at 10. Okay. I do have one question for you, and I heard this question today. Do we just think the NFC right now is just the Eagles and the Packers? I mean, the Bucks. I mean, they looked good surging late last week, but they're not looking like themselves. You know, the 49ers are coming on the up and up. Talk. I, I want to talk about this later, but if you want to talk about Dark Horse to win the NFC, that'd be a good bet right now because um, Jimmy G's got them rolling. I mean, yeah. he already made a Super Bowl with them, you know, with that – Pretty much the same personnel and uh, same coaching staff and everything. So I, I think that's that'll be a dark horse bet. But right now it's looking like the Packers offense is back and the Eagles, man, they're they're just killing people. I mean, um, you know, their their first halves against teams are are pretty good. I know you don't want to talk, count out Tom Brady, but I mean, who are the top two teams in the NFC right now? I I, I don't think I don't think anybody can disagree that it's the Eagles and Packers right this moment. I'd probably agree with that. I'd, I'd have a tough time saying that you don't, like you said, I'd have a tough time not throwing the 49ers into that discussion as being in that top echelon of teams. And I think the Bucks. Bucks looked really good in that second half against the Chiefs, whether anyone wants to admit or not. It looked like Brady finally got his connection back with Godwin. It was good to see him back. Uh, you know, Evans was He's, back. He still week. didn't look 100%. He didn't look 100%, but and that's the thing. If he didn't look 100% and they were rolling like that at the end, they, yeah. he's going to get – Godwin's going to get right at some point in the season, and if he does, that's going to be trouble. Yeah, and you got to remember, there's there's still some injuries on that offensive line, and that's going to be huge when you've got you know a 43 year old quarterback. Uh, need to keep him healthy, so need to keep that O line healthy for the Buccaneers. But no doubt about it, the Eagles are the number one team. You can make the argument they're the best team in football. Uh, Jalen Hurts doing his thing. Then you got Miles Sanders. He ran for 134 yards in the week four win against the Jaguars. That's his career high. So everything's rolling for that offense. They're the only undefeated team for a reason. They're putting teams away in the first half. They're not having to worry about it in the second half. So for me, it's in the NFC, it's Eagles one, Packers two, and I've got the 49ers at three. I thought they looked great last week. Looked a little shaky against the Broncos, 
the week before, but Jimmy G's got him rolling. That's a great dark horse pick. I, you had a you had a great pick with the Eagles earlier in the year. Um, I think the 49ers are in the same boat. Get them while the value's there. Yeah, I think I think good value right now. But I mean, you got to think Jimmy G didn't take almost any OTA snaps, didn't take any pre or uh, training camp snaps. You know, what I mean, Trey Lance took that over. They, you know, they moved on to Trey Lance, and you know, it took a game. You know, this game he looked a lot better, but that game against yeah. the Broncos, he's yeah, that was kind of a warm up game, I want to say. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, I I think I I think the but. I'm just going to remind you guys every episode preseason Tyler was seeing the board Eagles plus 1400 to win the NFC looking real good right now. Looking real good. Um, it might collapse all on me and I'll have to eat that when I get back on the show. But um, the plus 1400 is looking real nice right now. Anything else on the rankings? I thought the the Vikings, you know, make an appearance on there, you know, they're lower, but um, I, I thought the Packers are top five again. Um, I think the Bucks are a little high at seven. But um, again, can't really count out Tom Brady, um, and uh, I think that I, I didn't want to talk about this right now. I thought about talking about it at the game, but I, I I'm gonna go get my computer charger and I'll give you guys a question um, before I leave for just for a few minutes. Do we um, think that the divorce thing is going to affect Tom Brady and any at the season? Go ahead. Sorry, guys. I gotta go get my computer charger. Uh. I don't think so. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Hey, last time he went through a breakup situation was back in 06 with uh, his girlfriend. And we saw what he did in 07 whenever he went uh, 16-0 in that regular season and then lost to the New York Giants in the uh, – was that right? I think yeah, he lost to the New York next, Giants. That yeah. was the next season against the Giants. So it's one of those things that, you know, Tom, Tom's bounced back off that before. So I, I'm have a tough time with that one. I think that you are that. I mean, Tom Brady, you got to respect Tom Brady. He is in that upper echelon of athletes and across all sports. When you're at that level of an athlete, you don't let stuff bug you. So I, I think that it's just going to be water off his back. He's going to do what Tom Brady does. He's going to win football games. And like Garrett said, that, that Buccaneers offense looked really good in the second half. And he's starting to get a groove, doesn't have Gronk. Um, Mike Evans looked phenomenal, made some really big plays. So Leonard Fournette, great running back. Yeah, is is this is it confirmed yet? Yeah, I mean they got lawyers. They lawyered up today. The report came out. H- hate to see that for anybody. I don't know. That sucks. Yeah, I'm sure Tom Brady will have a tough time finding another girl. Yeah, I'm sure he's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I mean, tell you what, Tom Brady better watch out. Oh, Zach Wilson's going to swoop right in and get Giselle. I can tell you that right. (laughs) (laughs) City boys. I did have, I did have one thing that I will have to say that I was kind of surprised about the rankings. Uh, I I don't know quite how we can move Jacksonville off this top ten yet. Uh, They have the third. They have the uh, third highest uh, point differential in the league at plus nine and a half per game. They just played this Eagles team, which they're ahead of. Trevor, don't get me wrong. Trevor Lawrence had five turnovers in this game. They still made it within a two-possession game at the end of the game. So, I, I don't know. I thought that was, you know, obviously a little bit of growing pains out of uh, good old Lawrence. But I think it was just kind of impressive how close they kept that Eagles game, even though mid-monsoon and stuff like that. 
Yeah, but we've got to keep in mind uh, their schedule so far. I mean, they've week one they played the Commanders. Um, I was on the Commanders there, but let's just—I mean—that is probably the worst team in football right now, with probably the worst quarterback in football, Carson Wentz. Oh, uh, you look at how much he's throwing the ball. He threw the ball uh, over forty times last game and couldn't get to two hundred yards. And you know, I've ripped on Justin Fields for only getting. 80 yards one game, 90 yards the next game, but he's only throwing the ball 11 times. This is completely different. Carson Wentz is throwing the ball all game. He's not – He's. they're not getting anywhere with it. They have no run game. So the commanders are terrible. And then when you look at Jaguars, they played the Colts. They're bad. The Chargers were without a healthy Herbert. And then, um, of course, lost to the Eagles. So that's the only reason I don't have them in my top ten. They, they only lost to the Eagles by eight, man. I don't know how y'all are – we're really I think Jacksonville has a lot of potential. But one key thing we're not talking about, Trevor Lawrence could not motivate me to go make a freaking sandwich. He's got to rally this team together. We've seen those viral clips, those pregame pep talks. Those are bad. Not good for the program. I mean, give give them Tyler, and they're, they're in my top ten. Give them Tyler to rile them up. But, no, they, they, did, they did keep that game pretty close against the Eagles. That was a good showing for them. I, 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 all I got to say is don't be surprised if they end up five and two after this next three game stretch. I mean, they got the Texans, they play the Colts again, and then they play the Giants. And I don't think the Giants are anything to be talking about still. So three and one, they're winning games. They're three and one, but they're, they're winning games. I mean, they are. Win, they're winning games. That's, that's how you do it in the NFL. They're got- winning games right now. We'll see how long they can keep it up. Yeah. Look. We're talking about preseason Tyler seeing the board. We're not talking about week to week Tyler. We're not going to talk about that. We're talking about preseason Tyler. Jacksonville Jaguars win AFC South plus 750. Nope. All right. It's looking solid. real good. Looking real good. Anyway, let's get to the games, fellas. Do it. Thursday night. Broncos at Colts. Colts minus three over under 42 and a half. Someone else take this away. This game sucks. I think uh, that. In Indiana, Indianapolis plus three is not bad. I'm not impressed with this Broncos team first off. And I've said it for two weeks in a row, but at some point Jonathan Taylor has got to step it up and be who he's been in the past because he's had three weeks in a row of terrible performance. He had good week one. Week two, three, and four have just been horrendous, and the Colts have looked trashed. So I – I am not going to bet this game, but I do think at some point Jonathan Taylor and that offense have got to come around a little bit. I, uh, I'm i taking the Broncos in this one. I I don't trust this Colts team with a grain of salt. Um, don't get me wrong, they did have a good win against uh, the good old Chiefs, but uh, I don't know. I think last week Broncos looked pretty good, I'll have to admit, even though Javante Williams – I mean, it wasn't great, but at least, like, Russ got in the end zone three times. He rushed through two, two, through two touchdowns. Javante Williams gets injured. They – I mean, the second half – it's one of those things that the second half really told a better story in that game than anything because they actually made a little bit of a comeback. Uh, obviously, it doesn't help that Javante's out for the year. Kind of sucks for him, but – uh. I don't know. I trust this Broncos defense a lot better than I trust this Colts defense. And I see Russ being able to score a couple touchdowns and out and then beat the Colts by more than three. Yeah. I mean, uh, oh, go ahead, Fish. Oh, well, I was going to say the Colts have uh, really screwed me. I would be 
I was looking earlier uh, this week, and I'd be plus money on NFL if it wasn't for the Colts. But, uh, you know, they've, they've screwed me the last few weeks. They're one and three against the spread. But the good news is the Broncos are also one and three against the spread this year. Both have been underwhelming. We talked about that week one game with the Broncos uh, blowing it against the Seahawks. And when you look at the Colts, they got to get the offense going. Like Jacob said, Jonathan Taylor, he's too talented to not get it going at some point. Matt Ryan finally um, had a good game last week, over 350 passing yards. Mo Alley-Cox, the tight end, they just extended him for three years. He finally had a big game, two touchdown catches. So I think they're gonna st- we're going to start to see a little more from the Colts. Three and a half, I don't know if I like that, but it is at home. So if, if I have a lean, it's going to be Indianapolis. Yeah, I'll take the Broncos here in this spot as well. Um, Jacob, you're talking about Jonathan Taylor and your fantasy league. I would not give up on Jonathan Taylor just yet. Um, last year, through four weeks, he was 24th in points per game as a running back, and he finished RB1. Um, this year, he is also 24th in points per game through week four, so I would not give up on him just yet. He, he can turn I'm it off. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, he can turn it off. to stay hopeful. But not to this week, all right? But not this week. <laughs> good. Um, and uh, Russ, Russ is a little banged up. Shoulder guy, a little shoulder issue. And uh, we'll see how he does. Uh, need him for my fantasy league and the, and the league that I'm with in, in Fisher's league. Need him bad. But um, we will uh, see how Russ does. I think he'll end up playing. Um, you know, he, he had a finger issue last year that kind of held him back. I don't think this is an injury that's going to hold him back that long. I think he's just kind of a day-to-day type thing. Um, probably won't. Probably won't be in any practices this week since it's a shortened week, but um, I like Broncos plus three here and uh, uh, the under probably if I was going to pick a total. But <laughs> you're saying Broncos plus three? That's what I had, but it could be minus three. It's minus three. Okay, that's Broncos. A, I, wrote on the, I wrote on the wrong one. Then Broncos minus th- three. I like it even better. Yeah. All right. Next game. Not not the most flash game. Not the most. Probably really shouldn't talk about this game, but Lions minus three at the Patriots over under 45 and a half. Give me the over. Um, and I don't know about the, I don't know about the total. I, I like the over though. Uh, this is a, you like the over? I like over a lot in any Detroit Lions game right now. Yeah. Um, everyone's scoring offense and last in defense. So they, I saw a stat today. Uh, they're averaging like 30, four points per game and they're giving up like 34.3 points per game. Like it's something stupid, yeah, but uh, I, if, if Zappi is throwing for the Patriots, I'll take the Patriots minus three. I would be completely honest with you. That guy did not look bad at all. In that second half of that game. So that would probably be my move. I don't know who's going to start. If it's Hoyer, I, I don't know. Probably going to go with Lions plus three, but I trust Zappi a little bit more. Yeah, we, we thought going into this season, you know, Dan Campbell will have that defense a little more fired up, and they have absolutely been terrible, especially that last week. So the over is not bad. It just scares me because you've got – we don't know if Zapier or Hoyer is starting, and they just don't have the personnel on that receiving core to, you know, put them on the next level. I mean, Nelson Aguilar, Devontae Parker, you still got Hunter Henry at the tight end spot. Just nothing impressive. Um, I'm going to take the Patriots, though. I like what I saw um, with with what they have. And I think the Lions, I think you guys were too high on the Lions early in the year. 
Just because Hard Knocks went to Detroit doesn't mean the Lions are going to be a playoff team. Uh, let's let's look at reality here. It's a bad organization. The personnel is not great, and I'd fade them every chance I get. Yeah, I mean, Jacob, you got anything on this game, Big Hoss? No, I – the way the Lions offense has been, the only – I probably will not bet on this game at all, but the only thing I would ever touch would be that over. That's looking pretty good. but Looking pretty solid. Yeah. I will say Swift and uh, St. Brown were both out last week, and they still put up a ton of points. So, I will give credit where credit's due. I mean – Jamal Williams, those, man, two touchdowns, real good. Yeah, they, I mean, they stepped up. Yeah. Anyway, good, good uh, division game we're going to talk about here. Uh, Dolphins at Jets. Jets plus three and a half, over under 43 and a half. Um, two is out, so uh, it'll be Teddy, Teddy B time. Um, it'll be in New York, so – um, you know, frisky team in the Jets now is Zach Wilson, you know, looking pretty solid. Garrett Wilson's looking pretty good. Um, I think I think they're a frisky team. I don't think they're a good team just yet, but I have Jets over five and a half wins. So we're gonna we're just gonna label them as frisky right now. Uh I don't like Bridgewater at all. Um yeah, I, I don't know about y'all. I, I <laughs> this is a game I might stay away from. Uh I'm going to watch the line move in this game. Uh, it's minus three and a half for Miami right now, so I, I don't know. I, I don't even trust the over in this game either. That This one's this might be one of the best lines and best over-unders all week, if you ask me. Like This, this, is, gonna, the, this is a tough one. I'll put it that way. Listen, this might end up on cold takes, but without Tua, I'm with Garrett. I do not like Teddy Bridgewater at the helm, and – I, I think that Jets plus three and a half is looking pretty good. I don't know. I mean, Bridgewater, here's the, he's proven he can win games in this league. We really haven't seen that much out of Zach Wilson yet. I don't – I'm not totally convinced Zach Wilson's an upgrade from Joe Flacco at that quarterback position. And uh, when you look at the personnel the Jets have, I thought – I didn't think Flacco was doing a, a terrible job. Um, so I'm staying away from this game. I get it though. He's the next. He's the next exciting thing, and he sleeps with older women. So you got to you got to root for him. But he's like he's like everything you want to be, Fisher. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all right. Okay, hey, I'm taking the Jets money line. Attaboy. <laughs> That's why I can go. Zach Wilson's the president. All right, next game. We're only going to talk about this game because these this team is a cover machine. They're 4-0 covering the spread. Atlanta at Buccaneers. Um, Atlanta is 4-0 covering the spread um, this year. The only team that is 4-0 covering the spread. I'm just going to keep saying 4-0 covering the spread because I've lost some money betting against them. So I'm not going to do it again. Um, Atlanta plus 8.5. Not a good spot after losing to the Chiefs for the Nuggets. Not a good spot for me to bet on Atlanta, but they just stay in games. I don't think they're going to win the game, but I think they'll keep it within a touchdown. Yeah, well, I mean, like I said last week, I don't know if you guys zoned out or what when I was telling you, but this is one of the most efficient offenses in the National Football League, and nobody's talking about them. I mean, Marcus Mariota is not that bad. He got a lot of slack, but they're figuring things out. They're making the right play calls. You know, last year with Matt Ryan, it seemed like the offensive coordinator – you got Matt Ryan, you got some good receivers, 
and they're handing the ball off way too much on first and second down. Here they're letting Marcus Mariota actually be a quarterback and sh showcase his talent. So this is a this is a fun team to watch, and I would take their spread every week until they prove um, until they prove you not to. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that. I we were just talking about the Tom Brady will the divorce effect, and this might be the one week it does. Let's just be honest. If there's one week that it does, it'll probably be this week. Um, I'd probably take the Falcons plus half it's it's a lot of points for a team that's backdoored me twice already so I, i'd probably take the falcons plus eight and a half yeah all right next game eagles at arizona over under 48 and a half um look at i'm just going to take the eagles minus five and a half i mean i, I think that's the play um the cardinals kind of Played well last week, but here here's the issue, all right? And, and here is my issue going into this week. Hollywood Brown has been playing well, all right? He's been playing well fantasy-wise. We'll talk a little fantasy football here. We'll talk about the inside of mine and Tyler and fantasy football this week. In a league, I have Terry McLaurin, and I have Hollywood Brown on the bench. And so here's the thing. Hollywood Brown is facing Darius Slay, all right? And so that's going to be an issue. But Darius Slay is also dealing with a forearm issue, an injury, a little nagging injury. So I don't know who to start. That was inside the mind of Tyler, just thinking out loud. But I'm still taking Eagles minus five and a half. Um, I, I think I think this might be where Kyler Murray just might be out in Arizona. I know they just gave him a deal, but people hate him in Arizona. I'm serious. They do. They They do not like him. And so I know he just got whatever two hundred million dollar extension, but that might have been that might have been a little too soon. So um, love Eagles minus five and a half here. I think this is a big statement game for the Eagles. I mean, Arizona is not too bad, and this is a game where I think they can really cement themselves as one of the best, if not the best, teams in this league. And so I, I'm with Tyler. I, I really like minus five and a half. Got to love what you've seen from the Eagles so far this year, and I don't think the Cardinals have really shown enough to make me want to bet them plus five and a half against the Eagles. Yeah. I, yeah. Look, your, your uncle Bill Cardinals fan. He's very, he's very anti Kyler right now. I get to talk to him every Sunday at church about how much he dislikes Kyler Murray. But the truth is you need a talented quarterback to win in this league. And if you get rid of Kyler right now, what are they going to do? Like what's, what's their, what's their plan B? Colt McCoy, I mean, baby. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean that's. I, I didn't forget about Colt McCoy. <laughs> Look, the last time the the Cardinals had a decent quarterback, and maybe I'm missing someone was Kurt Warner at the end of, at the end of his career, and uh, they made the they made the Super Bowl that year in 2008. What about, what about so, uh, was this after? Was Carson Palmer after? Is that before? That probably that was before. after. You're right. That was after. They had some. They were okay. Yeah. You, you need a quarterback here. I would stick it out. Um, I'm staying away from the spread, though. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm a Tyler on this one. I'm going to take Eagles minus five and a half. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to hit it until they prove me wrong. Uh, and I don't trust this Cardinals team, to say the least. I mean, this offense is not that good. I'm not offense. This defense is not that good. Kyler's okay. We'll see how long he can last this year. We all know he's going to be injured at least at some point in the second half of the season, like he always does. He's small and runs around like a maniac. Um, 
But uh, I, I think Eagles minus five and a half is almost a sure short bet this week of anything. There you go. Um, I believe this is a Monday night game. Bengals at Ravens. Ravens minus three and a half over under 43 and a half. Well, I love, love, love the over here. 43 and a half. Give me the over all day, every day. I know the primetime overs have not been hitting, uh, but give me this primetime over. And uh, honestly, at this point, just give me the Bengals money line. I like the spread, but give me the money line too. I think they went out right. I think Jamar Chase is going to have a big day, big day. I like the way that Bengals offense is looking. I don't know. If, if the line's only plus three, the money line's got good value. So I, I don't really know if I'll bet that game, but I do think I would lean that the Bengals will win that game. I think they're going to beat the Ravens. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm taking Bengals on this one. Uh, I, I don't know if I'll go money line or spread. That's – Kind of debatable, but uh, I, I think the Bengals, I mean, Bengals offense looked really good this week against Miami. Uh, you know, obviously, especially after the Tua situation, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see how the we'll see how we'll see how this uh, game ends up. I, I'll, I'll probably take the Bengals plus three. Yeah, this is a Sunday night game. Uh, we saw Lamar take a step back, kind of on cue. We were all hyping him up last week. Uh, he had a QBR of 66 against the Bills, a few interceptions, just didn't play very good. I like the Bengals here. Really slow start. They're going to start winning some games. Um, and like you said, Chase is due for a big, big game on primetime football. So I think Bengals plus three and a half. You could even sprinkle money line. I think that's the play. I think so, too. All right, guys, that was the end of our digging in deep. All right, that was, that was the name of that segment, Digging In Deep. Um, and so we're going to go fast stacks right now. And so here we go. Everybody ready? Yep. All right, Giants at Packers. Packers minus eight, over under 41 and a half. Well, the Giants, they just keep covering spreads. They keep winning games. Brian Dayball, he's got the formula down for their lack of talent on that team. So I'm going to take the Giants and the points. I agree. Um, I'm probably gonna take. I'm probably gonna take the pack. Yeah, I Packers haven't even covered. They only beat the Bears by. They beat the Bears by 17. But that's it. So I'm, I'm definitely taking the Giants plus eight in that one. That's too many points for Packers to just beat New England by only three. All right. I might be waving at cold takes, but I'm liking the Packers minus eight. I think they. At Lambeau, I think they smoke the Giants. There you go. I have trouble taking the Packers when they were nine and a half dogs and winning overtime with the Patriots last week. Or they nine and a half yep. Patriots, excuse me. So I, I have trouble with them taking a big spread again. Um, Seahawks at Saints. Saints minus five and a half. I love the Seahawks here in this spot, even at the, with the Saints at home. Yeah, yeah I don't trust. Good. I don't trust Andy Dalton at all. Um, I'm, I'm taking the Seahawks plus five and a half. Same thing with the Seahawks. They've uh, they've been hanging around. Nobody's talking about them. Geno Smith, statistically, is one of the best quarterbacks through the first four weeks. So I don't see how you can't take Seattle. They've got a lot of good things going for them on offense. There you go. All right. Steelers at Bills. Bills minus 14, 47 and a half. If Kenny Pickett's playing, give me Pittsburgh plus 14 all day. But if they're not playing, give me the Bills uh, minus four. If Mitch is starting, I'm taking the Bills. If, like he said – if Pickett's playing, I'm taking the 
Steelers plus 14. Hey, fun fact. Pickett has no incompletions. Right. 11 completions to his own team, three to the other. And all three of the other ones were bounced off of – well, one of them was a bad throw. The other two were – One was a Hail Mary. Yeah, one was a Hail Mary. And then the other – yeah, well, the other two, I'm pretty sure it bounced off the receiver's hands and right into the other – the you know, opposing team's arms. So, I mean, you I can't fault him for that. So, I don't know. I, I think Pickett's the real deal. I'm glad that he got his opportunity last week. So, I'm taking probably Steelers plus 14 if I was a betting man. Well, as bad as the Steelers have been, and you can complain about Mitch, they've only – their point differential is only minus four per game. And 14 and a half points, as we all know, is a lot of points in the NFL. So, I'm going to take Pittsburgh. All right, Bears at Vikings. Vikings minus seven, 43 and a half the total. Um, I like the Vikings minus seven here. I hate to say it. Um, <laughs> I like it a lot. I, I Clip really, it. No, I like it a lot. I'm not going to lie, guys. And look, if I lose money because the Bears proved me wrong, I'm fine. I really am. But That's a win-win like, for you right there. It's a win-win. But the Vikings minus seven at home, Justin Jefferson might have 300 receiving yards our, <laughs> our top corners out and i mean i mean come on might, might might be a solid solid day to sprinkle justin jefferson two touchdowns might be might might be a good might be a good game to bet that he gritties all over my fucking face <laughs> <laughs> on that one i took the vikings by seven Oh man, love to see that happen. I'm taking the Vikings. Uh, they've they haven't hit the spread the last two games, but they've only missed the spread by half a point. So they're going to hit it this time. I'm sorry, man. The Bears. We we won't get into that. Vikings minus seven. Yeah, they're not good. They're not good. Anyway, Texans at Jags. Jags minus seven. Um, Forty four and a half. Do not mind the Texans here whatsoever. Um, I might take the Texans plus seven here. Houston's uh, been pretty good at covering, but I have I have a lot of faith in this Jaguars team. I've always had a lot of faith in this Jaguars team. I'm taking them minus seven here. I think uh, Lawrence got a bounce back game and okay. uh, take care of the ball. If they if he takes care of the ball, they're going to cover the seven. Dish. It's Houston. Houston. That's the go. play. Titans at Commanders. Titans minus two and a half. Over under 42 and a half. I love, 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 love the Titans here minus two and a half. I mean, come on. Where are we, where are we talking about here? It, it should be Titans minus two and a half. Derek Henry should run all over them. But, uh, yeah, yeah, just Titans minus two and a half. If it was minus six and a half, I'd still hit it. I mean, the Commanders, I just touched on earlier, they are atrocious. It's a terrible organization. They have been for a long time. I don't know when the last time – I mean – how many times have they made the playoffs the last 15 years? Uh, they, they had RG3's rookie year. Now you got the whole drama. I don't mean to get political, but they had the whole drama with changing the name and everything. They're not selling tickets. Their stadium's a dumpster fire. The last, uh, the last playoff was when Taylor Heineke almost beat the Bucks when they won the Super Bowl in 20, whatever, 2020. Okay, that was only two years ago. Yeah, or 2020. Yeah. Look at their last 15 years, and they're, they're, um, they're just terrible. Red. I remember the I remember the commanders were plus eight. It was a home game in Tampa Bay, 
the wild card game, I'm pretty sure. Maybe not the wild card game, but I remember I bet Commanders uh, plus eight, and I bet them Moneyline live. They almost ended up winning the game. They ended up losing by like four or five, I'm pretty sure. But uh, pretty pretty good game. I remember Taylor Heineke just running all over the place. But anyway, sorry about that. That was a little tidbit. But and Garrett, did you say anything on this game? I feel like you did. Oh, yeah, I did. I, okay. I had yeah. said minus two and a half. All right, Chargers minus three at Bronco or Bron- Browns. Jeez, 47 and a half. Um, Browns plus three. Chargers minus three. Herbert looked like he was back last game. What's your difference? Browns money line. Bad boy. Sorry, Herbert. Herbert under whatever passing yards he is. He threw 340 last week. Yeah, I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. If he's really fun. healthy, I mean, if he's if he's up to like 90 percent, because I didn't watch the game his game last week, then he, it'd be hard not to take LA. He was he was 27 for 39, 340 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, they, they covered they covered against the Texans. Yeah. But I mean, the thing is, like, you look at the Texans secondary, you look at the Brown secondary. Brown secondary is a little bit better. Um, yeah, Miles, but if, and Miles, yeah, I think. But Miles Garrett's gonna be back, and Connie's gonna be back. You gotta, you gotta respect the fact that if Keen Allen's back this week, that minus three is looking pretty solid, because I think he's gonna be back. That's a whole different element to that third down offense. I don't know. I think Denzel Ward's pretty good, man. Hey, listen. If Keen Allen comes back, that means Denzel Ward can't be on uh, Mike uh, Williams. Okay, then you got Greg Newsom. Okay, I, I. Listen, Gerald Everett up the middle. And Austin Eckler had three touchdowns last week. I mean, Eckler looked like he was back. I'm I'm taking the Chargers on this one. I don't care. All right. 49ers minus six and a half at Panthers. Give me the 49ers here. 49ers minus six and a half. Yeah, 49ers. Panthers are atrocious. Baker Mayfield spent half the season on his back uh, getting sacked. That whole team is just terrible. Hey, Baker, throw the ball. Baker, throw the ball to DJ Moore. Why don't you? Holy. Hey, there, there's some trade talks for sending DJ Moore to Kansas City. Dude, DJ Moore in Kansas City would be lights out. That man would yeah. be. I got him on my fantasy team, so we're just going to hold out and see if this trade actually happens. So, RIP Juju if that happens. I mean, DJ Moore is going to be a dog. He might be their number one. Like, oh, he will be their number one 100%. It's not even close. He'll be him and Travis. He'll be just like last year. Yeah. DJ Moore is the most underrated wide receiver in the NFL. Changed my mind. Cowboys at Rams. Rams minus four and a half. I like the Cowboys here plus four and a half. Uh, Cooper Rush outside of Dallas. I'm taking. I'm taking Rams minus four and a half. I still like Dallas until they prove me wrong. But the Rams need a big win because. They don't look so hot. They're two and two. I think everyone in that division is two and two right now. Yeah. So yes. they this is I mean, it's the NFL. Every game's a must win, but this is a must win. So just for that, I'll probably stay away from the game. That's good. Raiders at Chiefs. Chiefs minus seven and a half, over under 51 and a half. The Raiders, I know the record does not show it, but they are a good team. All right. They're gonna stay in this game. I understand it's at Kansas City. I'm gonna take the plus seven and a half here. Yeah. I am hammering Chiefs minus seven and a half. They looked 
that was a statement game against the Bucks, and they came out. That offense looked crisp. I think back at Arrowhead, they are gonna piss in Derek Carr's mouth. Nobody's sure pissing you. in Derek Carr's mouth, and especially if Josh Jacobs has anything to say about it. He finally had a good week last week. Uh, Might have led all running backs in fantasy points. So this is a good spot for the Raiders. They finally get that first win under their belt. Now it's time to roll. They got some more division games coming up. Give me the Raiders. What is it? Plus seven and a half. Yeah, they're getting that. That might be. Yes, best I'm, I'm week. pulling the Garrett. Give me the Chiefs alternate line minus thirteen. If they are oh smoking, my. oh this god, don't do that for the sake of it. Don't do that. Here's the thing: it's a division um, game. They're not smoking. Yeah. It's a division game. I understand Zach Kansas City. They aren't smoking. I'm not taking the alternate line, but I'm taking the minus seven. It's a division game, Jacob. I know Dude. you're new, and I know we got to baby you along. We got spoon feed you. A division game. Dude, you ain't got to spoon feed me shit. Spoon feed you. Spoon feed you. All right. You know what? I'll tell you. I'll bet you right now. I'll bet you right now on that line. I'll bet you. All right. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Chiefs minus seven and a half. All right. That's a bet. Uh, if if I, I – listen, it's a division game. We all know what division games mean. Take the under. Fifty-one and a half is a lot of points. And the Raiders have – I mean, they did it last week against the Broncos, but they did – like, even against the Chargers – that didn't cover and the text Titans didn't cover. And the only game that they did was the Cardinals and that went no T. So they hit the under. Yeah. Just watching the chiefs last week, you know, in the first half, they dominated that Buccaneers defense. And there was one point where Clyde Edward Tolaire was wide open in the end zone. He dropped it. So, I mean, that could have gotten uglier in a hurry. So that, that kind of keeps me from taking the under in, in any Chiefs game right now. They just look so good. Yeah, there's like a stat that's out there that like the under and division games hits like at almost like a 70% clip. So, All right, so guys. far this season. Best bets. Jacob, has uh, Aaron's sub gotten back with you tonight? Uh, she is not. Okay. Yeah, someone, someone go ahead. Do we have best bet ready? Or? I'll, I'll, go, I'll go last. I have like two or three. I could use. Yeah, I, put on, I put it on the table. My best bet's got to be Chiefs minus seven and a half. I can't. I can't come on strong and then back out. I'll tell you what. You guys thinking your best bet? I'm gonna say a side note. Our tagline is "Bet responsibly," and I don't know if you guys saw that story on the BR betting of that guy that had the 15 leg parlay of the whole NFL slate. It was ten dollars for 74k, and he had one leg left. Cash out was twenty three grand, a little bit into the game, and he didn't never did not cash out and lost it all. You got to stick with it. That is, not, how can you say bet responsibly and pass on twenty three grand, Tyler? You got to, man. I'm not. No, dude, that's so stupid. No, here's the thing. That's Jacob. so stupid, Jacob. Here's the thing. In betting, I'm just gonna let you know right now. Either you're a cash out guy or you're not. There's no I'm a cash out guy. Okay, you're I'll a cash out money guy. I'm not. I'm sticking it out. I'm making more money. Okay, I'm so I'm he a... actually made money. Did you hear the story? He actually made money. He he hedged it and bet on the 49ers and made money because he only bet 10 bucks. He bet ten dollars. He used a free $20 bet or something on the hedge. Right. And he won money. He and won then... 20 freaking dollars. Okay. 
He won yeah, money. I'll, I'm not I'll a cash give, out I'll guy. I'll give you twenty dollars. Uh, you give me twenty three grand. We both won money. We're happy. I'm not a cash out guy. So this you're is gonna the, hedge it. Why don't you? Why did he put like five grand on that thing? I know. Yeah, he should have. I mean, he bet ten bucks on par on parlay. So I don't know if he had that money. You know what I mean? The only thing that I will have to, I'm going to tell Jacob this, and this is gonna be the thing. I I'm not pulling that money if I had the money on the 49ers. But I would have pulled it if I had money on the Rams. He had that's the Rams. just a god honest truth. His last I, I would pull. I would. I probably would pull. This, this is the thing. I don't. I wouldn't have bet on the Rams to win that game. Like I, that wasn't in my. Like I wasn't gonna bet on the Rams to win. Here, that game, here's so. the thing, and I'll just leave it at this: you're a cash out guy or you're not. There's. I'm a cash out guy. Don't okay, care. Then you're the cash out guy, and that's fine. I'm not. I'm sticking with it, and then literally punch myself in the face because I didn't cash out. I'd right. punch you in the Tyler. face if you didn't cash out twenty three grand. I'd punch uh-huh. you right in the face. I'm a Tyler. I'm not a cash out guy. I'm a Tyler. If I if I turn, I've bet for almost three years now. If I turn and become a cash out guy, that just makes me look like a bad guy. I'm not a cash out guy. Uh, it, I think let's it's just, let's skip it. This is stupid. I think it's it's depends on what situation you are, where you are in life. If you're someone that is living paycheck to paycheck and you could use the 20 grand or whatever, and you don't want to risk it. I wouldn't judge you for cashing out. Here's the thing. I'm big talk right now, but if $23,000 came across cash, out, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You that's, are yeah, cashing well, that out. 23 <laughs> grand. I, I would have cashed it out if I had my money on the Rams. That's for hundred. Here's the thing. Sure. And, but BR betting screwed him because he couldn't cash out once he got, they flew him out to Nevada and they, then he couldn't cash out when he got to Nevada. So they screwed him. That okay. I did, that is a good point. Like he was they, like, they flew him out. out before the Monday night game. Huh? They they flew. They, yeah, they went out all out. Monday. The last leg was the Monday night game. So he the cash out was at like twenty grand the whole entire night up into the next day, and he went out to Vegas on Monday and watched the game with he's the like, VR betting guys. He's like, I don't know. I, I, I was thinking about cashing out, but then I got here, and then then I couldn't, and then they wouldn't let me because I'm in Nevada. Yeah. Wow. And he got locked out of his account because he couldn't remember his password. Yeah. Not good for the program. Anybody? It's anybody? It. Got to best bets. Uh, I'll let you go first, and then I'll I'll go ahead. I've got any team that plays the Commanders this Gosh week. Gosh dang it! I knew you were gonna steal mine. <laughs> it just so happens to be the Titans, who are also bad, but. They need a bounce back win, and it's only two and a half. And for those reasons alone, I'm taking Titans. Tyler, who are you taking? I got two. I can choose between the other two. No, give me a second because Fisher just stole mine. That's fine. You can I'm take chilling. it too. No, I'm not Hop taking on, it. Man. We can't have the Hop same on. one. Can't have the same uh-huh. one. We're cooking. I was five and one. Last no, you're week. not cooking. You're one and three. Five and one. Five and one last Sunday. You're one and three in best bets on the show. That's all I'm hey, saying. What am I my three and one? No, you're two and two. Shoot. All right, guys. Um give me Eagles minus five and a half. That that was one of them. Uh I'm gonna take 49ers minus six and a half. Trust Jimmy G. All right, guys, we will post our best bets on Sunday. I don't think any of us have the Thursday game. 
So no, what's what's Sunday. Jacob's best bet? Chiefs minus seven and a half. Chiefs minus seven and a half. Okay. So here's the thing. We will have a sub do Aaron's because combined in college and NFL, Aaron is a combined 0-9 in best bets. Um, oh, wow. 0-8, I guess, since he missed a week of college. So 0-8. Um, not good for the program. Um, I'm the only one that is above 500 in best bets for NFL. So, guys, we got to pick it up. I'm, my back's hurting carrying the team. All right, I'm three. Hey, I'll, I'll step up. We are 7-13 and 13 as a whole. Granted, four of those losses is Aaron, but hopefully the sub will come in and uh, get us a win this week. All right? Hey, I think it might have been Fisher that brought it up the other day. If you guys are just seeing the best bets or seeing some of our highlights – we post a lot of our good picks on the show. Our best bets is just a segment where we just pick one. So you guys need to be watching the podcast if you want to start making some money because yep. that's where we get our full slate. Most of us, most of us, I think, are ahead on the NFL this year. Our best bets yeah. might not hit, but our full slates for the NFL, we've all been pretty, pretty yeah. much plus money or even money for this season. Yeah, I'm plus. Uh, I, uh, I'm one in three in NFL, but I'm definitely ahead money. So far, in the yeah, NFL, I'm, so. I'm up units NFL, but I'm two and two best bets. I apparently fade the best bets, but go with what everyone else Whoa! picks on the other. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was a joke, Tyler. Chill. No, my best bets. Take my best bet because I'm three and uh, one. That's All that's right. the lock. Apparently, take Tyler's best bet. Three and one. Three and one. Four games. All right, guys. Always bet responsibly. Hey, next week's podcast, we will have our first guest for the NFL season. No, not guests. It's a sub. Sub. Guests. Guest sub. It's the sub for Aaron. Hope Aaron's doing good. Hope he's betting responsibly. Because you always got to bet responsibly. We'll see you guys next time.